0: This midweek episode of Blue Shorts Breakaway is brought to you by Injuries, just Injuries, and Chattenkirk, and the trade deadline, losing to the Capitals, and Adam Clinton still not being in this podcast. Let's go. Hey, Blue Shirt Breakaway fans, welcome to a special midweek edition of the post-trade deadline edition, Kirk, Brendan Smith edition of Blue Shirt's Breakaway. I'm here with my faucet-nosed friend, Greg Kaplan, who is driving his car back to his house, recording live right now. Greg, say hello.
1: Now, to be fair, I'm not going to my house. I'm going to the six.
0: Oh, sorry, that you're running through the six with your with your bros. Is that yeah. true? It's okay. movie Monday, on Wednesday. W- yes, of course. I do weird things. We did restart this podcast. We had a good 15 minutes. Ooh, boy, was it good. But we're back. Uh, so, we're you know, we're coming no, to... We we- Don't lie. Don't lie to people. <laughs> we had a good four minutes, and so we stopped for because you got gas. Anyway. Well, I had, a, I had to get gas at a sketchy gas station. You got to get your gas on, man. So, listen. We're a Ranger podcast. There's a lot of Ranger news right now. It sure is. There's a lot of injuries I want to talk about. I want to get to Brendan Smith. I want to get to Shattenkirk. But first, let's start with the injuries. Right now, Jesper okay. Fast is out two to three weeks uh, due to the separated shoulder by our good friend Alex Ovechkin. Now, I said on this podcast, I believe just two days ago, that Alex Ovechkin is a player I respect, but he does play hard against the Rangers, and boy, did he show me that. He put uh, a nice hit on my my little friend Quickie there, Mr. Quickie, and he's out two to three weeks. What does this mean for Bucznevich going forward? Will EV give him playing time on the ice? Will he bring him up from the... uh, I mean, it's not his call to bring him up from the AHL, right? But... He's the one that's been denying him playing time, I'm pretty sure. Where does Bucinevich fit into this from now on?
1: Buchnevich
0: should not have been moved out of this. We talked about this, what, three weeks ago? Yep. Saying
1: there was no reason to give Foss significant minutes over Bucinevich. It never made any sense. And I, we even said it again. You agree with me when I said A.V. would look for excuses to give Foss more ice time. And he's doing it. He's finding it. And now that Foss is out injured, I, I honestly, I don't expect... Bucinevich to come back up. The Rangers are talking about how he needs big minutes, how they want him to gain his confidence back. Here's the thing. The reason why Bucinevich doesn't have confidence is because A.V. hasn't handled him properly. Bucinevich has been effective and very good and a quality scoring forward every time he's been put on the ice, even if it's for 7 minutes or if it's for 14 minutes. The only reason Bucinevich doesn't have confidence is because A.V. yo-yos him out of the lineup as if that's supposed to Teach him a lesson or groom him as a player. It's terrible player development on the part of A V and it's terrible asset utilization, quite honestly. There is no reason Pavel Bucnevich shouldn't have a guaranteed role in the top nine spot. I
0: totally it's, agree it's with you. Simple.
1: He He's been better he's been better the entire season when healthy than Jimmy VC. There's no reason for Jimmy VC to be getting time with Nash and Zuccarello when that should be or excuse me, Nash and Stepan, when that should be Bucnevich because Buchnevich is performing. He's playing well. He scores. He creates opportunities for his teammates. Right now, as much as I love Jimmy Vc and think he's going to be a quality hockey player moving forward, Vc doesn't offer what Buchnevich does. It's really that simple.
0: Right. And Av obviously uh, favors Vc here. He plays him more than he plays Buchnevich. He has brought him to the down to the fourth line and up again. And Buchnevich has been sent down. Pajev has been like almost a point per game player. When he's been on the ice. He's, he's
1: been fantastic. His, his uh, points per 60 minutes is phenomenal.
0: It's similar to Chris, Chris Kreider's, player, yes.
1: Right. Chris Kreider's the only player, I think, on the Rangers that has a similar score to Savage, which is, is nuts when you think about it. It is would absolutely ever, nuts. Would, would A.V. ever... If A.V. took Kreider out of the lineup, what what the fuck kind of firestorm would happen?
0: No, I would throw a fit. I mean, didn't he do that last year, though, and I did throw a fit? I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> If I, he, he yo-yoed Kreider up and down lines, yeah, but I don't think he ever scratched him. I think he scratched him one game last year. I'm going to double-check, but I won't, so I'm lying. Anyway, uh, even Mikas Zibinejad is fighting an injury right now. He did skate today, so he's they're optimistic he will play. But, I mean, can you really – he's not going to play 100%. This team's going to be skating by, you know, with I, his, his injuries right now.
1: No, I think Zibs is fine. I think if it was a playoff game, he would have played against uh, the Capitals on Tuesday or Monday, whenever that game was. I think that's really just the case of, look, at the end of the day, the Rangers still have a fairly secure hold on a playoff spot. So if a player is fighting an injury, why not buy him a game? Give him a game off the rest.
0: I would there's call no need to... way more than a, a secure spot there. We're, we're pretty high up on the points on the on the wild cards. Right. You know, but you know what well, I'm saying. The like, spot. There's
1: no reason to try and force the bandage to play with an injury. even if Even if it's, you know, I wouldn't say minor, but not exactly significant. So right. you bought him a game. The game really didn't mean much of anything at the end of the day. I'm, I'm not too worried about Zibanejad's injury. It's not like he broke his leg again.
0: Yes, you're uh, right. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. Uh, crossing my fingers that, you know, nothing happens there. Let's talk about our, our favorite boy, the podcast mascot, Adam Quindanning, who today had a wonderful day by cross-checking Michael Grabner Oof. and having him leave practice early. Clendo, all right, Clendo, hey, come on. What are you doing, buddy? You're in the
1: doghouse okay, already. here's the thing. No, but here's the thing. Was it actually a cross check, or did they run into each other at
0: practice? I didn't see the tape, so I, I just read the reports. No one has.
1: We're, go, we're going off. We're going off what a couple of beat reporters said. I, it could very easily have been a cross check. You're absolutely right, but I don't know. I I take umbrage with some of the shit. I follow Steve Zippe on Twitter, not because I want to, but kind of because I have to. He had some snarky-ass comment about how, you know, way to go, Clendenning, injuring your team's leading score when you guys have been struggling to score. Fuck off, all right? You're a beat reporter. You're just supposed to give me information. I don't give a shit what your input is. And, for, and second of all, again, Grabner hasn't exactly been part of the solution in the last nine games. It's not like Grabner's getting a goal a game.
0: No, Gravner has the most goals Cole on the Street. team,
1: yeah. But honestly, it's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world that Michael Grabner has the team lead in goals. That's not exactly like a vote of confidence for the Rangers' offense.
0: Zippe, come on this podcast you know right now and defend yourself. You hear it, Greg. Come on here. Anyway, yeah, I told- yeah. No,
1: I, I, yeah. T- it, just, it was just fucking unnecessary, No, honestly.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, I think Gravner will be okay. We're still waiting for reports, and if he's going to be uh, okay to play tomorrow by the time this comes out, you'll know. So hopefully he'll be in the lineup, and even if he's not, I think we're okay let's, without that let's, let's
1: also consider, consider boss and Gravner might not play on Thursday, and they still won't recall Pavel. In fact, the talk today, I think, was that Camter? Harivik might come back because the Rangers want to add a little size, which
0: is outrageous. That is outrageous. It makes my blood boil. That makes me super mad. Uh, Pavel should be back on the team and should be playing. Let's get into the trades. Shattenkirk was traded um, immediately after we started recording, uh, or we finished recording uh, on on our last podcast. So as always, we have the best timing and the best production here. Uh, We expected this trade to happen on Wednesday and to do this podcast, but unfortunately, we did our whole entire podcast and then posted it, and then the trade happened. So... That's the way the ball rolls for us. Of course, always this blue breakaway. break away. Now, Shattenkirk was traded to the Washington Nationals, that team. Nationals? Capital. <laughs> Washington Capitals. Sorry about that. Baseball on the mind. For actually, I originally thought this was a bigger haul. It, but it turns out it's a it's a blue's first-round pick, a conditional second-round pick, and uh, they sent to, like, two de- decent prospects. The, I thought that they would get more, but I guess since all the reports are out there saying that Shattenkirk is going to be a Ranger on July 1st, come hell or high water, that they they gave up the appropriate amount. Am I wrong in that? Yeah. or
1: No. They So, here's the thing. Everyone's saying, well, if the price was that for the Rangers, why didn't they just go out and get him? Because, honestly, the price wasn't that for the Rangers. If the Rangers wanted to trade for Kevin Shattenkirk, they would have had to give up more because for the Rangers, it wouldn't have been a rental. And the Blues knew that, and the Rangers knew that. For the Capitals, it is a straight rental. That is exactly what this is. So they paid rental prices. Now, is it the best rental available? Absolutely. I don't think anyone is going to argue that. Kevin Shattenkirk was the best player moved at this year's deadline. However, the Capitals still understand that the price that they would have to pay would be unlike that the Rangers have to pay, where they just paid a rental price. And let's not, you know,
0: miss words here. That's a significant price the oh, Capitals yeah. paid. It, but, I, I would have thought it was, would have been more, though. I wish they would have paid more, obviously, as the, them being one of our rivals in the division, and I don't want them to be around for years to come. And that team actually will be taking some serious hits come this offseason with all the cap space they need to clear. Uh, and they did talk about possibly signing, signing, signing Shattenkirk uh, at a press conference, but everyone knows that he will be a Ranger on July 1st. And I hope I didn't jinx that, and I, I have to see it happen, but still.
1: No, they, the. Their GM is saying this was a straight rental. I don't know where you're getting that they're trying to resign him.
0: So I, I read today that they were, he was he said today in a press conference that there would be a chance that we could try and resign Seth Shattenkirk when he was asked. So When I, they
1: made the trade, they called it a straight rental.
0: Okay. All right, so maybe he's trying to save face so, now. I, I know he knows it's a straight rental. I think he's, he's, trying to he's, trying, he's, trying
1: to, he's trying to save face the media.
0: He's trying to save face. Yeah, uh, I think
1: Shattenkirk's made it perfectly clear where he wants to go at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, watching him uh, set up OV for uh, for one timers today on Instagram was not my favorite thing in the world. So, uh, I hope that not, doesn't not last great, too but, long. And uh, obviously, you played well against us. So, uh, let's get no, it's the rental. That's that's exactly what it it's is. It's a rental. And and you know what?
1: Go on the Capitals. The Capitals were the best team in the East. They made themselves better. I'd say right now the Capitals are your clear-cut favorite for the Stanley Cup. I I,
0: think I, I would be very hard-pressed to disagree with you. So, I I think yeah, which I, makes. I think we're the fifth best team in the league, which is crazy. When I when I really think about I think it, you make,
1: I think I think I think you make the case the Rangers are as high as number three. The yeah. problem is number one and two are the Capitals and the Penguins.
0: Yeah, and then the Wild. I think the well, those are the top three pretty easily. Those three teams, and then it would be like us and the Blackhawks is where I'd put us, and then I'd somewhere the Sharks or something like that. If, uh, hockey people, uh, tell me I'm wrong. So that'll be that'll be fun. Uh okay. Let's get to what you need to do here, which is convince me why the Brendan Smith trade was good. So the the Rangers traded for Brendan Smith, a Red Wing who is an unrestricted free agent up in the upcoming uh, free agency period here. They, got, they traded the Ottawa second-round pick and a third-round pick from this year's draft. Brendan Smith is obviously a better player than what we had on the roster, but is he worth what we gave up for him?
1: So there are two ways to look at this deal, right? The first is... The Rangers' highest pick they gave up in this draft was the Ottawa pick. So you could evaluate this trade thinking, technically speaking, the Rangers traded Derek Broussard a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick for Brandon Smith, Mika Zabinajad, and Matt Pumple, who the Senators waived and the Rangers signed for free. If you look at it like that, would you have a problem with the Rangers trading Broussard a third and a seventh
0: for Smith, Zabinajed and Pumple. Absolutely not. No chance No chance. I would have that problem.
1: So there, there's already that one where you're kind of leaning like, okay, I get it. The Rangers had two second-round picks last year. Not the end of the world. They didn't trade a first. Next year's draft is apparently much deeper than this year's. So it's it's okay. The second way to look at it is this trade, while the Rangers made it at the 2017 deadline, is more about beyond 2017 than anything else. I think the Jeff Gordon is smart enough to know that Brandon Smith is not the quality of player on a four-month contract where he's worth giving up two draft picks for. I don't think the Rangers would have made this trade unless they had serious uh, aspirations to re-sign Brandon Smith in the offseason and extend them for about three years and three to three and a half million per year. I, because if the Rangers lose him in free agency, this is a bad trade. And it's a bad trade because as bad as the Rangers' D core is, and as Brendan Smith does improve it, it, Brendan Smith is not Kevin Shattenkirk. No, He's not no, going to no. make the Rangers' Cup contenders. However, if you pair Smith with Kevin Shattenkirk or another defensive addition in the offseason, now you're looking at a team that is able to run out, Ryan McDonough, let's say Kevin Shattenkirk, Brendan Smith, Brady Shea, Nick Holden, that – those are five average to above average NHL defensemen. And I cannot remember the last time the Rangers had five average to above average NHL defensemen. So the way I see it is this has the potential to be a a good trade for the Rangers. If they re-sign Brandon Smith, if Smith walks as a free agent, I'm with you. This is not a good trade. So there's, there is a condition on the trade. It's that simple.
0: This is awful. If he walks. You know, I like that he played. I, I, I'd, stop, I'd stop short of saying awful. Okay. I mean, it's not good, it's a, Greg. It's a third, it's a third <laughs> it's this year not great. and an extra second round pick. Right. Okay. I like the fact that he's played with Ryan McDonough for three years already at Wisconsin. So they're they're, they're very familiar with each other. They're actually going to be playing on a line together uh, right now since uh, Girardi is out with an injury that we didn't mention, by the way. I forgot to talk about Girardi's injury, probably for good reason, right? Uh, probably because of the Brian back. the line
1: is still out, too. What was, was me?
0: Yeah, I know. Klein's still out with a back injury, and he's not progressing the way they expected him to. So this this, this would mean the defensive pairings would be Brandon Smith or Ryan McDonough, Stalin and Holden, which is a line I enjoy and and well, not enjoy, but I do like that line. And uh, then Shane. Oh, that, that
1: line. You like Stahl and Holden because that line's been atrocious.
0: I like Stall Holden better than I like Girardi Klein. Yes, I know it's been atrocious, but well, yeah,
1: but that that's like, would you rather like your shit
0: in the bag on fire or not on fire? Yeah, You're still shit in the I'll bag, take not on fire. But uh. I, because I don't want to break up Shea Clendenning. That's what I really don't want to break up. Shea Clendenning has been not just a solid defensive pairing, but it's been good.
1: Under the radar, <laughs> beyond solid. And here's the thing when Girardi and Klein are healthy, not only is Clendenning going to get sent down to a Hartford, someone else has to sit. And I swear to God, if it's Nick Holden and we're playing Girardi and Klein, oh my I'll God. lose my fucking mind.
0: I will. I'll they, go. I'm going to get a press pass. I'm coming down there, and I'm going to yell at you guys. So I uh, I honestly don't
1: I, – I might be giving A.V. too much credit here. I think A.V. is smart enough to know that when Girardi and Klein are both healthy – I already know he's too dumb to actually keep Clendenning and Shea together. But I don't think he's dumb enough
0: to bench Shea for Klein. No way. No I way. I don't think he is. How could he? No what? way. How could he? What do you mean how could yeah, he? Yeah, you're right. He very easily could. Ugh. No, I can't. I can't. I have faith in A.V. I know you don't. I. I know he won't I sure do that. Don't. He will not do that. I, in he A.V., I that. trust. Yeah, prepare, prepare
1: yourself. He really might do that. All
0: right. Why didn't? Uh, but why, yeah. why didn't we don't trade Brendan Kevin Smith Klein deal. because he was injured? I. I don't think they could have gotten shit for him. I think honestly, that's what it is. I think I, I feel the same way. I know that everyone was saying that Klein should move, and I, I. I. I just don't think there was a deal out there that was even worth it for them. So. They'll move him in the yeah. offseason somehow. That's that's really where I'm at.
1: I I, I no, I I think they would have moved him if they one didn't have to eat salary and two was just getting any kind of draft pick back. Like I think they would like the Devils moved PA Perinto for a sixth round pick. I think the Rangers would have been thrilled to get a sixth round pick for Kevin Klein. I just I think the injury has scared teams away. His bad play speaks for itself. And I honestly don't think a team wanted Kevin Klein. Like I, I think it's that simple.
0: Yeah, if we sold him last year, he had value. You know, he was, he was playing well. He but was the, okay. the thing is,
1: he was de- there was no situation where the Rangers would oh. have traded him without being a significant piece back.
0: Yeah, how would they? Because they, they, their defense would have been two people. So, uh, I totally agree.
1: But, yeah, but long story short, Brandon Smith, it's a nice trade if they resign him. If they don't resign him, it's a questionable deal. And I don't think, I honestly think Gordon is at least smart enough to know if he's going to give up two draft picks for a player. Not like, last year I think he honestly thought Stall was the missing piece. Because A.B. was telling him Stall was the missing piece and that he could make a cup run. I think Gorton is smart enough to know that without someone like Kevin Shatnkirk on this team, this team's not really making a cup run. So if you're trading away assets, you're trading them for someone you're going to have for longer than four months.
0: This team is, I'm going to
1: give him that much credit.
0: This is my last point for today because we're going to make this a short pod just to talk about all these, all these trades and such like that. This team literally is poised for a cup run in the next two years. We're, we're getting ready. Once we add Shattenkirk on July right. 1st, if that's, if that's the case, uh, I'm not willing to say we're all in this year. And I've been saying that since day no. one. I thought we would be awful. Turns out we're the third best or fourth best team in the league. Surprise. Pleasant surprise for everyone. Everyone in Rangers Town. But the rebuild Gorton has done on the fly with this team has been phenomenal. And we're ready for a cup run in the next two years, especially once Otto, uh, the... Penguins start having problems with with cap issues, along with the Caps having having cap issues. Wow, that was weird to say, but yes, we will be poised to fight yeah, this is, in the top three of the of this, this division.
1: This, it's not that the cap's window is closed next year, but I mean. They have a lot of players that are free agents, so I'd be—they're not going to be able to keep all of them. The Caps aren't going Cavs away. Kirk.
0: It's just they're going to be less effective. You they're, know, not
1: gonna be, they're not going to be—they're not going to be as good. It's that's that's the way you have to work They're just not going to be as good.
0: Yeah, we're going to be fighting with the Penguins and, and the Capitals forever. That's just the way it's going to be. They're they're going to be good teams until Crosby and Ovechkin aren't on them. That's just the way it works. So, uh, but I think we are po- this year. We're not poised to to compete with them, but in the coming years we will be. Yeah. I agree with that. Welcome home, Greg. I'm glad that you got back to your house. Uh, any final I'm words? still not before? at my house. Oh, okay. Sounds like you are. But uh, any final hey, words? Oh, I forgot. You went, to, you went to the guys. Okay. Say hello to the guys. Hello. We're recording right now. Uh, is there anything you Beth, want to say, say before hi. we go? Do you want to be on the podcast? Okay. Hey. <laughs> hey, what up? Hey,
1: <laughs> hey. this is Spath. Spath will be on the WrestleMania podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. That's nice. Very nice. A little, little preview of our WrestleMania podcast. Greg, I will let you go. Thank you for doing a call in with me today. Uh, I hope the Rangers go ahead and stay the wild card, and that's where we're at. Greg, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.